Hi, my name is Charlotte. I'm Ashlyn and this is Les Talk, where we talk about all things gay. Welcome back to Les Talk, your professional lesbian podcast. My name is Charlotte. I'm Ashlyn. And please make sure to give us five star ratings on Apple Podcasts. And if you're feeling like really nice, please leave um, like a really cute review so I can cry <laughs> later about it. <laughs> and if you want to also be extra cute, please subscribe to us on Spotify. Boom. It's been a while since we've done that. So long. Oh, it only God. took us about 10 takes. Honestly, I am very emotional today. It's my time. It's my womanly time. It's my time. <laughs> it's my time. <laughs> I can't go. And honestly, I it's what? 12 o'clock. Well, 20 past 12. And I've only just been able to talk. Like, I couldn't speak to anyone. I had, no. I literally, I just said to Ashley, get me crisps. I had to keep my distance. Literally. I am very emotional at the moment. Um, but at the same time, I'm really happy. Um, Thank God. My mum's just giving us a Lucas A. Cheers. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the ones that you can squirt. Thank you. <laughs> that was funny. Um, but yeah, so it's been a bit of a crazy um, time. We've been everywhere, anywhere. and Where have you been? I've just been everywhere. Um, but no, welcome back to season two um, of Les Talk. Now, at the end of our like, season, let's say, we spoke about getting like an actual professional lesbian. Oh my God. Who um, <laughs> was in Parliament and like, who's like oh, a what politician. What did you call them? A politic woman? A politic woman. That's yeah. what you call them. Um, yeah. A politic lesbian. Um, and we reached out to someone because one of our listeners got in touch and was like, oh my God, this woman's a lesbian and she's also like a politician. We reached out to them and it may seem that there will be an actual qualified <laughs> professional lesbian coming on Let's Talk. So that will be oh an gosh. experience. Like, that will be so funny. Um, oh, yeah. And it would be so good to like celebrate women in like these powerful places. Yeah. Okay? Fuck yeah, I'm a politic woman. Yes. <laughs> a politic woman. But yes, literally, I had an email this morning was like, yeah, let's do this. So that's, that's insane. That's so funny. <laughs> um, but yeah, we we have had a crazy ride. Like Ashlyn has moved into a flat. So I know you guys have been asking like, what's going on? Um, so Ashlyn, how's your flat? Are you loving it? I think it's so cute. What do you think of it? Mm, it is pretty cute. Like I, I like how open it is. I my favorite thing about it is how close it is to the gay bars in Birmingham. Yes, yeah. Like um, so the gay bars in Birmingham are our place, favorite places to go. But saying that, the last few times we've gone out there, like as we, for New Year, we went mm. to Nightingales, which is like a popular gay club in Birmingham, and I loved it. But also, like I don't know if I'm outgrowing it. Like oh, I just yeah. haven't been feeling club. I was night. saying that last night. Like I'm just. I'm kind of over gay. I was like, I much prefer like sitting in a beer garden or at a bar. Yeah, but I think when it's the winter, you can't really sit in a beer garden because it's so cold. Like, I wouldn't want to sit out all night. So we're at this weird stage of like, where do we go when we go out? Because we enjoy we enjoy girls, but we have to get like super drunk, and I hate being hungover. Yeah. So it's like I, I don't know. Anyway, that's also hard. the music is kind of shit all the time. Yeah, they play the same music, but they lip sync, so they have to have the same songs. Anyway, yeah. Um, but no, so we've been we've been mooching around Birmingham for a while. Um, that's been fun. Um, Ashlyn's come back from Ireland. She left me for ten days. That was horrible. I didn't really enjoy that. Oh, babe. Um, but no, it's been it's been a crazy kind of like section of our life. And like now is the time for like me personally to like jump into the world of freelance, get stressed, cry, all that jazz. I'm so ready for it. 
Are you um, happy with how your 2019 ended? Um, yeah, I guess. Like, I'm not very one, one for these, like, new year, new me, because no. I think it puts, like, a lot of pressure on you. Like, I would be putting this pressure on myself whether it, I'd be still in 2019 or mm. 2020. But I think that we feel like we need to do something special yeah. now that we're like, in 2020. You don't need to change anything, like... No, it's like... Time is just a concept. If, if there's something that you want to change, it's not because you're in 2020 yeah. and you need to change it, it's because you want to do that. And I always think there's a lot of pressure for us to do stuff in the first month. And I'm quite lucky because it's my birthday. Yeah. So I can kind of be like, fuck yeah, 2020, I'm turning like 20. <laughs> so that's my thing. Like that's, I'm very, I'm kind of thankful that's how I start my year because mm-hmm. I don't, I don't feel the pressure of it. Because I'm like looking, nice for, to I'm looking forward to that. Um, but I, I've seen a lot of people feeling like that pressure. And I feel it too. Like if I, I know if any of my side hustles like go down and hustle bit. Hustle. <laughs> I'm just a hustler. <laughs> um, but if they don't work, I'm going to feel such failure. And it's not, that's nothing to do with 2020. It's just, yeah, like, you would feel like that yeah. anyway. But you shouldn't. No, I shouldn't. But it's, it's hard to like navigate because you want things to work and you want things to like be successful. Um, but yeah, I don't know how I feel about 2020. There's World War Three apparently. Ashlyn oh. literally said to me yesterday, she turned to me, she's like, are we going to war? And I was like, what are you on Wait, about? you were playing Xbox and I seen all this shit on Twitter. Yeah, you look like you were panicked. She was like, are we going to war? And I was like, what are you on about, I'm Ashlyn? I'm just worried in case you're going to start drafting all the females into war for equality. Sure. Literally, end, end this life. I'm <laughs> I would literally, I'd love war. <laughs> <laughs> I would love to like Jesus. I love no, that's came out really wrong. It but did. No, so I'm like a bit of a history buff. Um but that is like different actually. It will not war. be history if you're in the middle of a war, <laughs> let me tell you. I'm literally like, oh my god, is this where doomsday happened? Or <laughs> D-Day. Um but yeah, no, I don't know what's happening. I think it's something to do with Trump. Um, yeah. I don't really want it. Let's not get into yeah, that. Yeah, let's not get into that because we're not Maybe our politic woman guest can yeah, give us oh an insight. Oh, literally get that professional lesbian. <laughs> so in literally, well, by the time this podcast goes out, my campaign, Stop Sexualising Queer Women. Bitch. We're, bitch. <laughs> so, oh, God. I got oh. oh, just beat that bell. Um, that comes out literally, to, well, Monday and Monday Tuesday. Monday Tuesday. Um, and basically it's 25 women um, collectively saying stop sexualising us. And our relationships, but what I really love that it's got like trans women in, non-binary people in, and it's just like people from around the globe really talking about these experiences that affect us yeah. all. We've got people in America, Australia, the UK, obviously. So yeah, so that comes out Monday and Tuesday, and I am so excited. Not for me personally, because like, well, yeah, for me personally, because like it's a massive, massive campaign to me, and I really wanted to have this voice um, for a long time, but as well for women to actually like stand up. And even if it's like a small, small thing, mm. it's, you never know who's going to see that. And that may be that one child who's like, oh my God, this, this makes sense now. So I don't know. Yeah, I'm just really excited for that to come out on Monday and Tuesday. So if you want to make sure to keep up to date with that, um, it's Unite UK underscore one. 
Unite uh, underscore UK one. Oh my god. <laughs> and you can check it all out on my personal Instagram, which is Charles UK. So what we're gonna do this week, basically, as it's season two, we wanna reintroduce ourselves back and really give you that what you need to know about me and Ashlyn. And we asked you guys a few questions a few weeks ago. So we're gonna ask a few, but as well, Ashlyn, I've got a questions. To spring on you. Oh, damn. Um, to basically really enter 2020 um, and do like a new year, new me, but also not but not um, kind of thing. So what do you want? Do you want a question from here or do you want me to ask the question first? Oh, let's go in with one of yours. Okay. What do you want from 2020? Ooh. What God. do you want? Like by the end of 2020, what do you want? Like just one thing, what do you want to achieve? That's really hard. I hate these questions. No, it's not. A lot more job security in my new job. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Um, only on a contract, so let's get a permanent little bitch yeah, here. Get a permanent bitch. I think for me, because you didn't ask me, I'm going to answer anyway. I think I want to want. I actually want my own airline. Um, Sorry, what? Like, you know, 50 shades of grey. on airline. You mean an airplane? <laughs> Whatever. Uh, me and Ashton the other day, we were... I don't know what we were doing, but we were basically watching 50 shades of grey. That's what we were doing. Um, <laughs> and honestly, it is so bland. It was like a fucking car crash. It was like, like really bland. Like, so bad. I, I, oh, this doesn't sound awful, right? I had the, this perception that basically straight couples, like, didn't do anything. They just went straight Bad in. penetration. Yeah, I didn't want to say that word. Stop. <laughs> but, but, like, I honestly just thought, like, that was it. And then Fifty Shades of Grey, like, in my head, I was like, oh, my God, this is going to change it because, like, it's this thing, yeah. like, that basically, like, he is, like, this saucy little... This saucy little devil <laughs> basically running around with like chains and whips and like having the best time whilst being like really out there. And it was not that at all. Like, all it was was every sex scene, like a little tickle of a whip, maybe some handcuffs. But then straight in, same yeah, position. There was every one scene with vibrator, and I was like, oh my God, like literally they've been married and they've not even used this. <laughs> um, but sure, whatever. And then apparently it wasn't love, but I think he was doing that to get back at her. Whatever, I have no... Yeah, she was being punished. Honestly, Ashlyn, at one point, I was like, oh my God, they've set a bomb. And Ashlyn was like, what bomb? And I was like, are you kidding me? Like, she missed the whole <laughs> scene. And I was like, what are you on about? watching it, though. But ha- you were watching it. That's what so I amazes me. You were watching it, and I was talking to you, and it's like... There's no bomb. And I was like, no, he's just set a bomb, you idiot. I didn't know what I was looking at. I wanted a fourth one just to see what their baby would look like. Because I got, I'm very much like, I get attached to the storyline. I started to like black out the pathetic sex scenes and just started to like love them. I was like, oh my God, I want the baby. And then they never will show you the baby. Mm, I hate to break it to you, but I don't think the whole point of the films is better baby. But honestly, I think that appeals to a lot of straight women because that's apparently what it is. What, having a baby? No, like, the sex. Like, oh, it's yeah. Just, like, it's just... Oh, God, yeah. I know loads of people who are like, oh, my God, Christian Grey. Oh. He's so hot. Oh, oh so he looks, like, 12. And he smiles very annoying. He's not even good-looking. Oh, my God, we are so gay. Um, <laughs> but anyway, so, yeah. That's great. I'm glad you wanted to achieve that in your twenty. <laughs> How did we get on this? Oh, yeah, you, want, you wanted an airline. <laughs> oh, yeah, I wanted an airline. But I now keep quoting um, Fifty Shades of Grey. Oh, so which I find it funny. Stop. Um, so latest baby. I was about to say that. Um, right. 
when was the first time you realised you were gay? Um, for me, it was actually like clicked with me one day and then I was like, okay, that's it. I was probably like 15, 16. Um, it was like a gradual process and probably took a while to actually make sense of it. But as everyone, it always knew it's a little bit of gayness there. Yeah, I feel like we have a lot of pressure on ourselves to find out what we are or who we are. Like a lot of people like will message us and be like, oh my God, I think I'm a lesbian, but I'm not too sure. And I do this and I feel this way. And blah. Not blah, 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 but you, you get it. Like a lot of people feel so many emotions and they can't put a label on it. And they almost feel like not good enough yeah. or, or this sense of like they don't belong. And it, it's crazy. Well, it's not crazy because I've been there, <laughs> but it's crazy now looking back on that, that I, I let that determine so much in how I see, saw myself and how I valued who I was as a person. And I think, I think... It's not the realization that you were gay. It's not. We, there's no like cheat book that you can just yeah. be like, oh my god, this is me. This is my identity. But what's important is that you feel comfortable. And if you love someone that isn't like male, or if you're male and it's not a female, if it's not those traditional roles, it doesn't really matter. Yeah, um, like, like I wouldn't put that label on you. You don't have to find it. If you're in love with someone, leave it like that, and then the label will naturally. Yeah come to you and you find a lot of the time like questioning like your validity as like can I be a lesbian if I'm this and I'm that yeah but, like, you don't need to like and I know some people want to have a label which is fine but don't start questioning like your past or like your dating history and saying like oh yeah. I can't possibly be gay because I've been guys before because it doesn't work like that yeah like you could just be whoever the fuck you want so I'm just looking at um some of the message that we had on Instagram and I've got a few that like people have just asked us for advice and stuff and I thought what better way to get back into 2020 to actually answer some advice and be the professional lesbians we, we are hard about so good at giving um, advice so basically we've had one from a young gal um, and basically she's asking um, how do you figure out if someone's only interested in you for sex she's told like what's going on but I don't really want to share that yeah um, but basically, she doesn't know if the person likes her, her or they just are interested in them for sex. Okay. And I feel like the fact that you're asking this question to begin with kind of is, there's alarm bells. Because yeah. like, you should trust that gut. And if you're reaching out to like professional lesbians, <laughs> you should really figure out what, what is going on and why do you feel like you're being pressured into sex. And the first thing is you don't ever, ever, ever ever girl do anything that you're not comfortable with I don't think it's wise obviously but I feel like you your safety and your emotions are more important than whether to keep this person happy yeah like what I'm getting from this situation is they're obviously into this person but what they're getting back is they're only into the sex part of it yeah like obviously there's going to be some emotions there from like rock rock like that yeah like it's extremely hard for um these physical relationships to like upkeep without there being some emotion growing so yeah I and think, it's even shittery if like it's not like on the same level like one person is yeah this i think and, i think just reading it more that like she's been talking to her friends and her friends are suggesting that because this person's been a bit more sexual than maybe mm-hmm. previously that this person is only interested in sex but it, it comes with the conversation, like, when me and Ashlyn first thought, because these are long-distance online relationships, yeah. 
when you're talking online and you don't get to see someone like if you I think they said they were talking for two months in two months you do develop strong feelings like and I remember like when our messages first started getting sexual it probably was like a week lol <laughs> maybe it was the first day intense, though. <laughs> but it was, it was very much like you have if you're talking to this person all those emotions are coming like with it with it all things may turn sexual but if you're not feeling it back and if it's not reciprocated from your end then don't worry almost just be like i'm not feeling yeah. this like be honest with that person and then that will help open the discussions to why you're not feeling comfortable and why you're feeling like this person is only asking you for sex and your friends are probably only looking out for you as well um but what i would say is don't if you're asking this question I feel like you need to look in yourself and yeah. see why you're feeling like this person is becoming sexual and do you want to become sexual with them? And I know in the message they described that they're, they're trans, the person they're speaking to, mm-hmm. but I don't think that really equates into anything. But if you're if you're a bit nervous about the whole situation or anything like that to how anything would go down, I think you need to speak the first thing that i ever learned about being like in a long distance relationship with ashton is the more we communicated the better things got yeah and like the trust came and like we started to feel more comfortable when we saw each other so i think you just need to talk to them okay so yeah my advice lovely for you feeling like you're being just used for sex or this person just wants one thing from you if you feel that honestly without your friends and like input then you need to talk to this person and be like yo i feel like this what's going on but if you kind of want it and you're just scared about being with that person then i think it's just again (laughs) talking to that person and say i really do fancy you i really would like things to go that way but i'm scared and if you're just scared that person's using you for sex and you're not all about that then you don't have to do anything that shit off just cut it off don't put yourself ever in situations where you feel comfortable my 2020 resolution is if anyone if anyone fucks me off or pisses me off or i just don't like their company i'm just not gonna talk to them why bitch literally i just (laughs) haven't got the energy i'm just so busy with being a professional lesbian um okay so basically we have another message from another lovely professional lesbian um basically saying that she hasn't got very supportive friends parents she hasn't got very supportive uh, i was saying family and parents and i mixed that parents parents um and basically she's jewish and that she hasn't got that support from her family so whenever mm. she goes on dates and whatever and she expresses this with whoever they always pile her off oh um God. and so basically she's asking like is this a thing like do people pile you off because you haven't got unsupported yeah. parents and i don't i don't think that's the case um that's a tough one like if you remember say when we first met like you weren't out yet like mm. we knew that your family was going to be okay but it is hard like dating someone who's not fully out but then again like you got to think if you're talking to someone and they're not willing to like be there for you yeah don't want to play I mean. off for that reason then they're not worth my my opinion on this is it doesn't say anything about you it says more about that person mm. and when I was talking to Ashton, I would get annoyed at you because you would be like, I don't know, I don't remember this situation. I just remember feeling like somewhat pissed off at you mm. because I think I was like, I'm not ready to like say this yet. And you were like, but you should. And it's just like, you've got to, you've got to do you. And if your parents aren't supportive to begin with and you coming out is going to be detrimental and you can't financially support yourself, there's no point putting yourself 
out there and like no. maybe ruining a section of like your chapter of your life for someone that maybe just for five minutes. Literally. Um, and so if these people are literally backing away at the time that you're saying your parents aren't supportive, that says more about them them basically being like a twat. And if anything, it's better for yeah. you because you can see who they truly are. Yeah. And you don't want to be with someone like I that. Know, I know it's hard, but when if like everyone's doing it, you'd be like, oh my God, it's not them it's me yeah but it truly is a situation where it is them because if someone as a gay person can't support another gay person through that time where your family aren't supportive you haven't got anyone to go to and even if it's just like look i don't want to be in a relationship but oh my god your situation let me help you out and i just think that that says a lot about them and one of my things is that i would always help an lgbtq plus person out wherever if i'm just on the street if it's on my dms like I would always help it out and I find it so strange reading that message that mm. another gay woman would just hide someone that, off yeah. even if you don't like them and just I I don't know but what what I can say to you is don't worry it's not you it's them and as cliche as that is it truly is because if they're not there to support you then what the fuck are they like they're a shit person you don't need that shit you ow you don't um, need that shit um but yeah i think we had a few more but i don't want this episode to be too long like an advice call and also i am nearly in tears because my lady problems oh. are just intensifying um but yeah i am so happy to be back on this talk it's honestly my favorite thing to do um just to do in general actually <laughs> apart from sleeping and eating i love to podcast <laughs> I just love to podcast. I just love to podcast. What are your hobbies? I love to podcast. Well, it is a hobby, isn't it? Like, really. But um, a professional hobby. Yeah, professional hobby. But don't you worry, professional lesbians, because we can see what kind of content you like. And I personally... That's really, really creepy. No, it's not, because we can see the listens and which episodes get more listens, so it's okay. not creepy. Um, but basically, I can see the trends, and I think that people want more lesbian sex education. I don't know why, but we are the worst people for it as well. I love the juicy topics. They're Literally. Just more so, yeah, so we're going to be doing more of that. We're going to be more getting literal professional lesbians on the podcast. We're going to be running campaigns. We're going to have merch. We're going to literally 2020 is the year to become a professional lesbian. Fuck yes. Um, there's actually going to be an application form to join our Patreon where we're basically just going to like do random shit. Um, get I'm your just, applications in this, literally this is one of the moments where I'm springing shit on Ashley I'm just acting like I know what she's oh, talking about but honestly the thing is if I have a conversation about this with Ashley there's about 20 questions and I just don't want to deal with it yeah but you know what ask you questions when we finish recording yeah I just want to keep recording <laughs> <laughs> but anyway thank you so much for joining us and we'll be back next week with a new episode obviously hope you enjoyed our first episode of season two 2020 bitches it's our year lesbians let's get this every year is our year bitch oh wow okay (laughs) right anyway goodbye i've been charlotte i'm ashley and you can follow us on let's talk pod underscore let's talk underscore podcast okay that's the one yeah follow us there (laughs) on ow on all social medias wow i am i've just knocked myself out with a microphone out of tune with this literally anyway goodbye hello you thought the episode was finished you're stupid you're wrong you're wrong hello i'm right um (laughs) 
I think that's a bit aggressive. No. Um, basically, every episode that we record, we have so many outtakes and some of them are so fun. So when I'm editing them out, I feel really sad that we have to like get rid of them. Um, so instead, we've made a bloopers reel. Bloopers. Oh, you, that is not becoming a thing. Um, so if you want to listen to me and Ashlyn just be absolute idiots for like another minute or two, you are in luck. You are in luck and you're welcome and this is actually goodbye from us so enjoy <laughs> enjoy like a box so like na 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 I think I burnt it with the water bottle. Hello and welcome back to Les Talk. It's your professional lesbian, Charlotte and Ashlyn. And please make sure to leave us a five star rating on Apple Podcasts. And if you're feeling good, <laughs> leave a review. Why can't you do it? <laughs> <Come on. laughs> oh my god. Take That's seven. I think something's happening. Oh my god, this is such a professional lesbian moment. I would like to shout out the podcast. No. <laughs> I would like to shout out the podcast. Shout out to Let's Talk. Shout out Let's Talk. Let's go, girl. <laughs>